Well, it seems like um, you're, you're already part of the furniture. You've played a few games for City, but how are you settling in, in on and off the pitch? Uh, yeah, it's been a good start. I mean, I can't complain with the results. We've had two wins, two draws, so unbeaten in four games I've been here. So it's, it's all been sunshine and, and rainbows, really, since I've been here. Hmm. But uh, the lads have all been classed to me, uh, all the staff as well, having me settle in. And uh, yeah, Bristol's a lovely, a lovely city. So it's great to be a part of the team and, and to, to settle down here. Yeah, good start always helps, doesn't it? What, what made you decide Bristol City was the right move for your career? Obviously, Luton in the playoff zone at the moment. What, why Bristol City? Um, well, when I spoke to the manager on the phone before the move actually got like confirmed and whatnot, um, he basically outlined the, the ambition of the club and, and where he sees the club going and I bought into that and speaking to people, obviously I knew Cal from before, so I spoke to him about the club and, and the ambition of the club is aligning with what I want to do really and um, I can see the club going all the way to the Premier League, it's a Premier League club, the facilities, the players, everything about it, it, it screams Premier, Premier League to me, so I want to be a part of that journey and hopefully do my bit to help the club get to where it should be. Yeah, because you played Bristol City, of course, but has it almost surprised you maybe the amount, especially the young talent that they've come through, through the ranks at the moment? Yeah, I mean, even in training, you, you can see it. There's a lot of, uh, of the young, talented players who, who have great potential to have great careers. And, and it's not like they bring the training standard down or like they're not used to it. They're experienced. They've played a lot of games. Like they've been thrown at the deep end and uh, they're flourishing and, and playing really well. So. They deserve every bit of credit they're getting because they're they're great players now and they've got even more potential to go on to do even better so hopefully they can keep coming through and uh helping the club push forward and just because you're the, the new signing with lots of experience you're not going to walk straight into the team it's quite a battle a competition for places at the moment yeah i mean when i joined i spoke to cal about the squad depth and he said there's a lot of young players who are, who are chomping at the bit to play and um i've seen that from from day one in training everyone's pushing each other to try and improve and you know that if you want to play, get in the team, you've got to be playing well, you've got to be training well. So the competition's only healthy and it's only going to push the club in the right direction. Everyone fighting to get into the team and, and do their bit to help the club win games and push forward into the table and move on to next season. You've got the number nine shirt. Um, I guess you're not the, the number nine target man or anything like that. But my first impression was how many headers you win. Is that is that a strength of yours that maybe people don't realise at first? Um, at Luton, it was never, never one of my strengths. I mean, at Luton, I played with Elijah and Carlton a lot and... Uh, they're six four and they're huge and they win most of the headers and I was running <laughs> off them. But joining this squad, um, a different sort of caliber of player in, in terms of what their strengths are. That that maybe that could be my role in the team and to help the play get up the pitch and win the headers. So anyway, I can help the team. I can I can do that. I'll, I'll try my best. But it's not one of my strongest points. But it's um, something I'm working on to try and help the team and and use it as a as a bonus. Because as a layman who's watched you from a Bristol City point of view playing for Luton, it appears you can play in midfield or in attack. Do you have a favoured position? Um, just whatever helps the team, really. I'm quite versatile along the, the front three or out wide uh, or through the middle. Whatever the, the manager thinks is best for me in the in the game. I mean, every game's different in the Championship. You know this, that different players are needed for different games. Different strengths will be helped against weaker opposition in certain areas. If they've got a slower back line or if they've got a really big, strong back line, it might be quick, nimble play to get through. So however the gaffer thinks I'm going to be most effective or whoever plays going to be most effective, then that's the way we go forward there. And was it 13 goals last season for, for Luton? Is that kind of a benchmark? Would you like to kind of produce those kind of goal scoring figures on, on a yearly basis? Yeah, I mean, last year was one of my best years um, I've had. And I think that just came through playing games this year. My, my game time is a lot limited at Luton and um, that's understandable with, with what was happening down there. So last year was brilliant for me. I mean, I, I got a good relationship with Elijah when I played down there. He was a big, strong, he's quick to be fair as well he, he did his bit and I could play off him and um, we worked really well together we got a relationship going and 
we, we flourished together. He's, he's what, 16, 17, and I chipped in as well with 13. So it helped us push forward at Luton and, and the same here. I'm hopefully going to start getting relationships going with players. I've seen what everyone's capable of. And once I get relationships going with players, I'll learn what I need to do to help them and what they can do to help me. And we can speak together and, and push forward together. I think that's the main thing. And um, if I can get a few more games going, a few more goals, then, then it's only going to help the team and, uh, and push up the table. And you would love to be involved next Tuesday against Manchester City. Do you just have to take that on the chin that cup tied and you can't feature? I mean, yeah, that's just one of them things. I mean, it's going to be a great game for the City and for everyone involved in the club because it's going to be a sellout. Uh, Ashton Gate will be bouncing. I've already seen it it bouncing. So I don't know how it's going to get any better than what it was against Norwich and, and whatnot when, uh, when we won that. But it's, it's a great game to, for the boys to play in and, and to push themselves against the best because there's no reason why you can't get a result against them. And another new boy, Anis Mometi, he's made a real impression, has he? Is he as exciting mm. on the training field as he appears to be on a match day? He's, uh, he's very talented, yeah. His feet are unbelievable. He's, uh, he's very good in training every day. And uh, he's got so much talent and so much potential as well because he's only a young lad. He, he, he can improve a lot more, but he's already shown fans and the club what, what he's capable of. And, and, it, and he'll push, keep pushing on and improving. So he's going to go all the way. He is a really talented player. So, yeah, he, he's unbelievable in training, to be fair to him. And what about Hull? I think I think you beat them earlier this season in a, in a Luton show and maybe scored against them last season. Yeah. Um, they're they're going to be a challenge, aren't they? And maybe um, the City fans turning up will go, OK, it's Hull, but just two defeats in 12, I think. And these are the kind of tests that will show how, how much momentum you are getting at the moment. Yeah, they're a good team. that They've been flying at the minute. They're on a really good run. I think Liam Rossini has gone in there and done an unbelievable job. He's a very talented coach and uh, they've, they've started playing a bit differently a few different tweaks to their tactics and, and they've improved probably a lot since we first played them early in the season so look it's going to be a tough test no game of the championships ever easy every game is a tough one so it's going to be hard to get three points but that's what we're pushing for at home you, you've got to be on the front foot you've got to be aggressive and, and take the game to them and, and not worry too much about how they're going to affect you and you've got to push your own tactics and your own play on them and, and take the game to them and hopefully win a win a home game and get three more points. And finally, just bearing in mind you have a manager who only lets you look forward to your next game. You've still got Luton away to come in March. Is that a game you'll look forward to? What kind of reception do you think you'll get when that game comes around? Uh, I hope I get a nice reception. I mean, um, I was there for six and a half years. I did him a bit for the club. I helped out when I could. So hopefully they give me a good reception. But now it's, uh, it's well, I'm in a different shirt now. I want a different result than, than what I would have wanted a few months ago. So. I mean, that's a long way away. I'm not even really thinking about that game too much, but it'd be nice to go back and see some people I've not seen in, what, a month, so <laughs> a quick turnaround, but I'll be going there, hopefully getting three points and, and scoring the winner, which is what I want to do in the, in the Bristol City top, but it's going to be a tough game. Every game's tough, so we go to, we've got Hull next, and then after that, we'll move on to the next game, but one game at a time, and I think that's the best way to move up the table because games are thick and fast now until the March international break so we just take one at a time and holds the next one so let's try and get three points against them nice to meet you thank you thank you you said about Nigel talked to you about the club and kind of the plans for the club um, presumably he also talked about his plans for you and what he wanted to see from you as a player mm -hmm. could you sort of reveal a bit of that conversation yeah, like what he said he just said I was an exciting player I, was, I worked hard for the team he said my pressing was really good up front and, um, and he wanted to bring that to, to Bristol City to try and Put more on the front foot of a, of a team to try and impose themselves more on other teams so he spoke about that and he also said about my experience within the championship getting to the playoffs last year being a couple hundred games in the championship so knowing the league sort of thing and um, helping the young lads really where I can share my experience and helping them through the game but ultimately just just impressing on the pitch and being myself and, and trying to get goals and assists to help the team because he he's been very 
um, sort of continuously emphasise that part of the transfer strategy has been dictated by a player's sort of attitude and character and willingness for self-improvement and to, to keep driving forward. Um, you're sort of, sorry, turned 28 this season, don't you? Yeah. So you kind of have had a good career. What, what more do you kind of want from yourself as a player and in your, in, in your career? I think for me personally now, it's, it's about getting numbers on the board and, and getting more goals and assists, trying to get really the end product of, of, of playing well, which would be good for me personally. But it's also about being a good character in the change room and, and helping other people improve and help the team improve. Because once you get a good team spirit going and you get a lot of people all buying into the same goal, and we all have the same end goal at this club to get into the Premier League, whether that's this year if we get to the playoffs, which is a long shot. But if we do it next season, it's about building sort of relationship between each other to know that this is our end goal, this is what we're pushing towards, and we're going to help each other get to that end goal, whether that be this year, next year, another year after that, that sort of thing. So to keep everyone on the same sort of track and the same sort of thought process on this is our goal, we're going towards that. Stupid question, but how do you score more goals? <laughs> um, yeah, good question. I mean, it's just about... Well, at Luton last year, I sort of worked out how I was going to score goals in that team, working on the flick-ons of Elijah, or I learned about the, the winger, the wing-backs of Amari and James Bree when they were there, but getting into the box, making the same run every time, getting the relationship. So now I'm here, I'm sort of learning that Scotty's going to drive through with the ball, try and slip people in. That's his sort of game. Sykes, he gets down the right-hand side, puts put some great balls into the box. Like It's sort of learning now how I'm going to score goals within this team and studying how the players here are effective and what they're good at their strengths to try and help my strengths and get more goals that way but yeah just sort of getting the confidence going getting that first goal and then um, cracking on and uh, scoring a few more hopefully because there's an interesting test case here with Andy Vyman who without sort of hammering him but he wasn't necessarily prolific and then he's kind of come to Bristol City and his goal scoring I mean last season was absolutely ridiculous where he's had his best goal scoring season in, in his early 30 or 30-31 mm -hmm. um, have you sort of looked at him in any way studied what he's done um, yeah well I've, I've spoke to him a bit about, about how he's playing he's obviously been injured a little bit this season he's just come back and we're pro we probably came to this team at the same sort of time and looked at how he scored his goals I've seen the goals they've scored over this season and it's a lot of counter-attacking goals how he's scored a lot of his goals and sort of one-on-ones and getting cutbacks and getting crossed into the box and I mean this squad is a very exciting team the, the front six seven however many you want to look at it all quick all strong all want to run forward and, and the counter-attack and play that we've seen already in the last four games that I've been a part of has been it's been frightening the amount of chances we've created so I think that's a lot of goals from that way um, You talked about Anis with um, with Rich Nigel said about Anis what sort of captured him was the fact he's had to work his way back through the leagues um, obviously it was Tottenham he got released and then he went to non-league and obviously Wickham took him from what was it on Sunday league wasn't it mm. um, you started in a, in a non-league environment um, could, did you have that kind of extra motivation that you didn't necessarily start in a, in a, in a professional academy? Um, no, not really. I was probably the opposite. I was more just playing for, for okay. fun, that sort of thing. No pressure. No. He, he probably got released from Tottenham. Had the drive to try and prove people wrong that he got released and he was good enough to play. I was more just playing Sunday league, sort of enjoying my football, having a good time with mates, and, and just improving at a later rate than a lot of the young academy players do. And I mean, there's many ways to get into the game. It's not just that's the path, that's the only way you can get into it. There's many other ways. So, yeah, I was just enjoying my football and uh, just progressing. And then luckily, Bournemouth took me and um, and then I went to Luton in League Two and just sort of progressed with them. And it was nice that my progression, my improvement as a player sort of aligned with Luton's improvement as a club. And they moved from League Two to League One to the Championship at the same rate that I was improving from a League Two player to a League One to a Championship. 
So you weren't at any academies in like school nah, days? Well, I was at Luton when I, uh, I was at Bournemouth when I was under 13s, like a trial, didn't make it into the trial and then just went back to a school and sort of kept playing with my mates. So no, never in a youth team as such, I just signed my first professional deal at, at Bournemouth when I was 18. And that was, ne- that, that was never, I mean, obviously it must have been disappointing, but it was never kind of a No, I, I was never kicking myself about it because I didn't think I was good enough at the time. I didn't really oh, okay. think, oh, like, I should be doing this, should be doing this. There was a lot of players that were miles better than me when I was a young age, so oh, I knew I wasn't good enough. And then only recently, well, when I was 18, I realised, oh, I am good enough for this, so give it a go sort of thing. So sort of to mirror that, do you think, as a, as a late developer, if you like, from that mm-hmm. sort of period of your life, do you think you're therefore improving as a player at this period of your life if you uh, know yeah I could, I could definitely see that I mean when I first signed for Bournemouth I was very raw I was not the best technically and all this sort of stuff so I've never had the the four days a week training that a load of the academy players have working on what their all their technical side of the game I never really did that I was quite a raw player when I was younger and I'm still improving to this day I still think I haven't played loads of football in terms of when I was younger they used to play every day they used to train every day I never really did that so I'm still improving. There's loads of improvement left in me, and I feel like my legs are still young. I've still got plenty more in me. Um, you mentioned about Bristol um, as a city. I mean, have you had any experience of the place before you came here? Uh, well, my <laughs> missus actually from Bristol, so, oh, okay. so uh, yeah, I was with her. I've been with her about 18 months now. So I got with her, and then she moved up to Midluton with me, and then lived with me for three months, and then got the call from Bristol, and I said, "Oh, look, you're moving back home. Look, pack your bags. We're going back to Bristol." And she she was obviously delighted. So. Yeah, she. I've been on a few dates with her in Bristol from over the last year, sort of seen the city a little bit, and um, now moving here, I got to see a bit more of it, which is lovely because it's, it's a lovely place to live and uh, lots of fun things to do here. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to to keep this journey going. Obviously, made the move that much easier as well to sell. Yeah, well, if if I told her I was moving to Glasgow, she would have to move with me. But it, it, that that was nothing to do with it. The fact that she was from Bristol it was uh, it was the project that Bristol City have and, and the management and the, the players here that that made me excited to join this journey and uh, get this club to where it should be, which I think is the Premier League, whether that be this year, next year, or whenever it is. This will be a Premier League club, I believe, in the next few years. Is, is she a City fan? Or is she, that... Well, she's a City fan now. She's, well, her family is City fans, so okay. that's a good start, but she, she's a City fan now. Good stuff. Thanks for your time, Harry. Hi, good afternoon, Harry. Um, before you joined City, was there any players that you were really excited to be working with on paper? Because obviously the project was, was sold to you, but was there any particular players you were like, I really want to play alongside them from perhaps when you've played against them? Um, Alex Scott's probably the, the one. I mean, I spoke to Cal about the players and sort of thing about who was here. And um, he, he's, he's a talented player. And when I've trained with him now the last few weeks, I've seen why there's, there's such a hype around him because he's a humble boy. He works hard but he's also so talented and he, he knows he's talented. It's not like he's arrogant about it, but he knows he's so good at football that he can go and show that. So he, he was one, obviously I've played against Naki Wells, Lowe's, Vyman a few times. Like they score a lot of goals, they're good players. So so all in all, yeah, just an exciting front line to, to join. Obviously Carl's out at the minute with, with an injury, but it is good to have, I suppose, that presence that obviously is a familiar, familiar face that you can join with and it kind of makes that transitional phase from going from your former club to your current club that much easier. Yeah, I mean, he's been a great help for me when I first joined. He showed me around and introduced me to all the lads, but all the lads here are class. They're, they're, it's a young squad, it's a young, exciting squad, but everyone's just so friendly and coffee club sort of thing and, and help introduce to you to people and, and get to know people. But everyone has been so friendly that it's been quite an easy club to settle into, so no complaints there. And at Luton, you'd have had younger managers, Nathan Jones and Rob Edwards. What's it like working with Nigel Pearson? Because obviously those two managers that you've worked with before still trying to find their way in the coaching game, whereas Nigel's been there and done it. 
yeah, I mean, he's an experienced manager. He's he's seen the game. He's seen hundreds of games, so he he, he knows he knows a thing or two. Um, so it's always important for me to listen to him, to learn off him, and whenever he gives me advice, to make sure I take that on board. And um, he's got different ideas and different directions of of how he wants to play to to managers I've played in, in the past. So it's always good to learn new things, and uh, it's an exciting time for the club. 